hang okay, on. Okay, I'm yes, recording. That, well, that would help, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, um, as it's a podcast, people like to yes. do things on it. Well, do they, Claire? <laughs> uh, hello. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hello, Claire Isaac, and welcome to said podcast, which is called Playing Devil's Avocado. And um, we're recording this in a very rainy, rainy Sydney. Uh, it hasn't stopped raining for two weeks. The rain is torrential. Yes. We're not allowed to leave the house again, not no. because of COVID, but because everything is flooding. Um, and it's really put us all in a funk again, Claire, hasn't it? Well, can't but get your washing dry, Lisa. Can't, can't. can't get your washing dry. It's nothing worse than that. Anyway, let's come back to that, Claire, mm-hmm. because we've got other things to talk about sure. in this episode, yes. which include um, why we're all depressed again, um, a bit of culture club, culture club, got some meno moments, meno moment, meno moment, meno moment, is that how we say it? <laughs> I I don't just, no. <laughs> we've got a little bit of what hurts now, and some beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot, and some other bits, and a big question at the end. So shall we kick off, Claire, with the fact that we're all very depressed and not only was it raining and flooding and terrible disaster scenes all around Australia, plus Ukraine, and then the unthinkable happened. Yeah, the tipping point for me, Shane Warne dying. And for many people, Mm. was Shane Warne dying, 52, heart attack. Just so sad. So sad and so shocking and it just, it's really thrown... Australians, hasn't it, particularly because obviously he's a national treasure. Yeah. Um, but I think because everyone went, went, well, for me and my hubby, who's 54, A, obviously all the men in their 40s and 50s went shit. Yes, um, definitely. And we were just saying, you know, you could be Shane Warne. He's got 50 million. He's got, you know, gorgeous grown-up kids that he's rekindling a relationship with, a great job that he loves. And you can still drop dead tomorrow. Yeah. So, like, I don't what know do you... what it says to you, though. That's the thing. Like, I've been trying to work it out all week. Like, what does it say to you? Does it say live your life to the fullest and fuck it because you might literally be Shane Warne tomorrow? Or does it say go and have every health check imaginable because you might die unless you do? You know what I mean? Like, it's like there's two ways to take it. And yes. And it's also just a very, very sad, sad thing for some reason it's affected me and i know it's so dumb because the war is so much worse you know in yes. world events you know i get that but maybe because it is so close to home because it's someone who's been around all my you know adult life who we've always yes. laughed at who i've always kind of had this real fondness for even though i know yeah you know, old warney yeah, you kind of, and he's yeah. right. He was always saying, you know, I never made excuses for myself, and he never did. He was just him, and that no. was sort of what it all was. And then, so then it's to just, sort of him not be there is awful. And there's all the, and it's funny because I know how the media works, obviously, and just to see all the stories come out and just hear all the beautiful stories and the beautiful things his kids have said. And the, uh, Simone Callahan, his ex wife, posted this beautiful tribute video today that had me bawling on the couch like absolutely mm. bawling I think it's because I lost my dad as well and I know what those kids are going through and they don't mm. need to do it at such a young age and no yeah, very all sad stuff. and it really is like if even Warney can't be alive at the moment there's the world no. is a shit place <laughs> I'm, I met him a few times through oh. work and um he was utterly charming very kind and um he did something for some volunteer work that I do Claire mm. and um <laughs> and also incredibly articulate 
like and and the best cricket commentator you'll ever ever know so it's such a loss for everything isn't it it's just yeah. a loss for his family for the cricket fraternity I think he mentored lots of people and it's just like you say that he's 52 it's just it's just unfathomable it's also really hard to say unfathomable it is unfathomable <laughs> Um, so, yes, we're all a bit down because of that, yeah. but you've got something that might help, Claire. Well, I do. I was reading, I was thinking, what can we do because everyone's feeling shit? And then I read the story mm. in The Guardian about if you have 20 minutes a day, you can transform your life. And I was like, I've got 20 minutes a day when I'd normally be sitting around, you know, scrolling scratch, Instagram, scr scratching my head, wondering what to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to say scratching my ass. <laughs> <laughs> either or, Lisa, either or. Yeah. But anyway, um, this is about 20 minutes to reclaim your humanity. And I thought, you know what? We all need to do a bit of that right we now. We all could do with that. So this writer, whose name is Amy Fleming, said that she um, started setting aside 20 minutes each morning um, just to read or look at, the wall you know just to have a moment to herself um and this guy called brad eon who's a professor in quebec said the same thing he does nothing he walks around his apartment drinks some water takes his time and it's very rewarding and what it is is taking apparently when you wake up your cortisol levels are really high and so it's a good that a good thing or a bad thing no what's well, a bad thing because it sets oh. you up to be stressed all day so you have this this 20 minutes in the morning to do this insulation against stress, which I think is just such a oh. nice way of looking at it. Um, and then obviously people have done before. There's been some stuff around before about sort of taking a power hour and, you know, make, getting up an hour early so that you've got time to do whatever you want to do. But this isn't really about that so much. It's just taking that little extra bit of time just to do nothing, to, you know, have a break, to just go for a walk, to stare at the sea, to do those things which bring you back down to connect with the land, connect with people, whatever it is that you need to do because then you just get on that hamster wheel, don't you, and you just keep mm. on going and, and everything bombards you. From that moment on, you're being bombarded with wars and warning and you know everything else that comes. So they say you should frame it as self-promotion and... Um, make sure that you're worthy, you know, you're really worthy of having some me time and so feel really empowered to take the time to do it. Don't take on a lot of stuff in that period of time. Just really take it as time to do nothing. Work out what you're going to do and just remember that doing nothing's okay. So if you don't really want to do anything but just have a cup of tea and listen to the radio or a podcast, hint, hint, Yes. That's what you should do. Of course, you know, you can only listen to normally about half of ours in 20 minutes because we do burble on. We do. I think it's a lovely idea. I imagine it's probably a really good idea for parents if they can carve 20 minutes out of their day. Yeah. Um, they might have to lock themselves in the bathroom. <laughs> but, yes, I think it's a very good idea. I'm quite good at it, I think. Um, I quite like just sitting around with my cats and just sort of, you know, not doing much. Yeah. I'm so I think good I'm, at being doing nothing. Yes, I think pets are probably quite good for that kind of thing, aren't they? Mm. You could walk the dog or, you know, tickle the cat or play. I find uh -huh. I play I play with Millie every day with her birdie and that's all quite sort of um, quite a nice 
yeah, ten like minutes I carve out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right, Claire. I like to lie right. in the bed, but that's just me. Floyd, speaking of cats, the cat is just trying to get on my lap. It's very awkward positioning oh, here. Well. Floyd, can you stop, please? Can you, do, can you just move? Thank you. Oh, bless him. Bless Floydie. Yeah. Well, look, that all sounds good. And another thing to do in your spare time that's quite nice mm-hmm. is um, watch a bit of telly, Claire. Culture Club. Is that culture what we're doing? Club. Yeah, Culture Club. Yeah, that was a segue. I see. Um, let's go through some Culture Club. You yeah. watched Spencer. Yeah, and I was really looking forward to it. Now, I've read lots of mm. things online about this too, and they all agreed with me. It is Everyone. What is, it is, known colloqu- is what is known colloquially as a pile of shit. <laughs> yes, I've heard. I've heard this. Everyone hates it, don't they? Yeah, it's such a shame because I love. What's so Kristen bad about Stewart. it? Love Diana, obviously. Um, obviously. Just, I found it to be just went on and on and on. It was very um, graphic about her mental health issues to the point where I found it quite disconcerting and hard to watch. Mm. A bit intrusive, wasn't very it? intrusive. I thought mm. it um, and presumptuous. I would think because. They must be extrapolating. Yeah. Because nobody really knows, do they? No, but I mean, sometimes they can make... Of course, the crown extrapolates and, you know, like they, yeah. they all do it. But it just felt really Are you just saying extrapolates because you like saying it extrapolates? Yes, I just said it because you said yeah. it. I wanted to be as yeah. smart as you. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. I'm joking. I do know what it means. Um, but, yeah, I just found it really self-indulgent and wanky. And her voice, she does this thing where she talks and she has to talk in little tiny phrases like that and after a while you just want to shove it in her head <laughs> oh, okay well i'll miss that one then yeah, I, w- I would have watched it but i'm not going to oh, now, no, i think you should for that so much but, and you should hate no, watching. i won't hmm, okay. oh okay maybe i will then hmm. um, you can extrapolate about it later all right now you watched um i haven't watched a film i'm watching inventing anna oh yes on it, netflix it's fun right Yes, I'm enjoying it. So it's um, it's the true story of a, a German socialite um, who takes over Manhattan and hobnobs with fashion people and rich people and bankers. And and then we come into the story as a journalist is trying to um, get... She's been arraigned in court for fraud and the journalist is trying to unravel the story. And I'm only about two or three episodes in and it stars um, Julia Garner, who yeah. is the amazing... Ozark actress, and she was also in The Americans. Yes. In Ozark, she plays um, what's her name in Ozark? Oh, I can't, you never. I can never. Remember oh yeah, she, she's. Oh, I mean, I gosh. can remember, but I can't remember now. No. Okay. Generally well, we'll speaking, I can remember, but I just I'm choosing not to remember right now. <laughs> you choose the hillbilly. I know the hillbilly lady in Ozark. Yes, yes. Her, um, the curly anyway. She plays Ruth. Ruth, of course. Anyway, I'm inventing Anna, so I think it is sort of based on a true story, and I don't mind a bit of fraud and a con man type, con woman type story, so I'm very much enjoying it. And it's got a really good cast, actually. Yeah. Um, The guy from Succession's in it. Um, It's a Shonda Rhimes production, so you're always guaranteed something pretty good with her, aren't you? Um, And the lady from Grey's Anatomy is in it. So I'm really enjoying that at the moment. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, you have watched, you're obsessed with Alone, and I now you're watching the, Nor- the Norwegian version. I know, I can't get enough of the um, the European ones, because they're all so hilariously Nordic. Um, and it's just, I just like watching them, because they're just so, you just go, Why, what are you doing? You probably, Half of them have never been camping before, and they're suddenly stuck on this, in this fjord, 
having to they're not naked the... in this one are they no they're not well they do get naked no. quite a bit often they can get naked but this is right, that's okay. not the premise of the show <laughs> right because there is one where they're naked they drop naked isn't yeah, there and they have naked, to survive yeah and they're mm. not and they just have to survive but there's like i didn't know there was yep. um brown bears up in the top of norway as well as polar oh. bears and all that sort of stuff. so they deal with they okay. deal with a lot of stuff but again the the original is the Alaskan uh, American one. Yes. That's just so well done. I don't think anyone and will ever be able to top it. And they're doing an Australian one, which I they just... are. Are you going to um, apply? Yes, because I there's nothing I like more than camping. So I can only <laughs> imagine that going out into the wild by myself <laughs> without any without any aid at all would be right up my alley, Lisa. What do you win? Oh, money. Oh, mm. that's all right. Mm. Um. Okay, well, alone Norway. That's um, it's you know, great... it's quite entertaining those shows. If you're yeah, bored. gone all Scandi. Mm. Um, I'm also back into maths as I've already flagged. I'm so sucked in by it, especially because mm-hmm. it's right. rain, perfect rainy night fodder. But we've got a big question related to it later, so we could we'll come back. We'll circle back to maths, Claire. Let's do that. Um, yes. Now um, books. Mm. What, you haven't say, what? I haven't finished Rachel again, so you'll just have to talk about it with that, and I'll just tell you where I'm up to if you like. But that's all right. We can save it for next week. No, if you put want. it in. Put, talk about it. Put you it in. It. You talk about it. it. Oh, all right. I promised. All right. So Rachel again is um, Marion Key's new novel, and it's a sequel. Twenty five years after Rachel's holiday, which was a bit of a sort of, um, I think it was like a bit of a seismic chick lit book, wasn't it? Rachel's yeah. holiday. Marion Keys at that time was just the queen of. I don't really, when I say chiclet, I mean that with respect. I don't want that to feel like I'm denigrating Marion's work because I think she tackles quite big themes and um, I love how she writes about family and, and women. So um, it's just very readable fiction, isn't it? And it, is, in, it is. And she was a bit yeah. like Bridget Jones' diary kind of time, you know, that, yes. that sort of when it was, there was, when not everyone was doing it and who were people yes. who were doing it were doing it really well. So, um, Yes, and it was a time when it was like women, modern women and their flaws were being celebrated rather than, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can Um, use that later if you like. Thank you. Rachel again is, yeah, so set 25 years after the original. In the original, Rachel um, is in rehab and you're sort of reading it going, oh, she doesn't need to be in rehab. She just likes a little drink every now and then. And then as it sort of unfolds, you're like, oh, God, she do need to be in rehab. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, you find out what she sort of did to her family and her friends and her boyfriend, Luke. Um, and now, 25 years later, we catch up with her. Right, yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm caught up with her. I'm there with you. In yes. The, in, in, she yes. is now a counsellor at an alcohol rehabilitation place yes. herself. Um, yes. And we, we find at the one out, where she went to. Yes, and we find yeah. out all sorts of things about what's happened in those 25 years. Yeah. And it's we won't ruin anything, but honestly, it's such a good read. I loved it. I read Rachel's um, Rachel's holiday, holiday first right. again to prep myself, mm. and I just it, it was it was just a great read. And there's nothing else to do at the moment, so you might as well read a book. And it I is, say read this one. I say it too. I mean, I'm halfway through mm. it. I'm also reading a book about because <laughs> I'm such a doom scroller, a doom reader. I'm reading a book about Vladimir Putin as well. So oh. you know, a bit of light reading, and then a bit of Rachel's holiday. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I am now reading *The Maid* by Nita Prowse, okay. which everybody seems to be talking about. I'm about four chapters in. It's about a maid at a very posh hotel, 
um, and I'm not ruining anything. She finds a body in one of the rooms, mm. and um, yes, and she's sort of one of these maids who everybody ignores, but go, but who sees everything. So um, I'm really enjoying that one. I have to say, it's good fun. Cool. Yeah, I might read that later as well. You want to talk about um, Wordle, right. Wordle as well, don't you? Oh, yes, Wordle. Yeah. Um, um, do you Wordle, Claire? I Wordle. Do you Wordle, Lisa? I do Wordle. I Wordle with you and okay. I Wordle with my sister. Yeah, I Wordle with my mum and with you. Yes. By Wordling with, I mean I send you my mm. my results. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the phenomenon, isn't it? It really is the phenomenon. It just happened so fast to us all, didn't it? We got yeah. Wordled before we knew it. Yes. Um, so Wordle is this game that was invented by a man for his partner in lockdown. He's like a techie guy. And you have to you have to guess the five-letter word, and you're not given any clues. It's sometimes, mm-hmm. There's something similar in the puzzle mags, but usually you have a clue or a letter to start. So you just put in a five-letter word, the and best. then it tells you, <laughs> hope for the best, and it tells you if it's grey, the letter is wrong. If it's green, the letter is right and in the right place. If it's yellow, the letter is in the wrong is right but in the wrong place. That's right. And it's very fiendish, isn't it? It is. It can be really tricky, and yeah. um, it's just one of those things. So they sold it to the New York Times. So now the New York Times has it, but they haven't changed yeah. it. And they haven't put it behind a paywall, which is thank Not goodness yet. for that. There are a million imposter wordles out I there. I don't do them, and I won't do them. No, no I, won't I won't either. I will no, not. I refuse I, to. I agree. Um, there's Quaddle, which is where you do four at the same time. Oh, God, that's just too much for me. Too much. There's Claire. also one which is like a musical one where you have to guess the, you have to guess the musical notes before six notes or something. It's just, you know, mm, sounds no. like it should be easy, but for me it wasn't easy at all. But anyway, I really like it and my mum really enjoys it, so we do that together and then I do it with you. And we, I think yes. we're on a pretty much on a par. We are, we are. Well, like some um, days we'll get it, one of us will get it in two and yeah. we'll be like, oh, you're so smart. And then one of us will get it in five and then vice yes. versa. So, but we've know. never not got it yet, touch wood no. and touching wood. No. no. Yeah. So that's very good. It's a bit annoying, though, because they keep they put in the odd um, American spelling. That's really annoying. They do. And also they only do one a day. So you yes. can only do it once a day, which is probably good. Otherwise, I'd probably be wordling when I should be doing something else. When you should be doing your 20 minutes of contemplation. Yeah, I know. Um, I tell you, Wordle and all those little games, they're very good for brain training, Claire, which is something you sh- that we should be doing as um, as we get older. Yeah. So this this is a segue taking us on to Menno yeah, Moments. No. Oh, what is it? Moments. Yeah, we can do it again if you like. Menno moments <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> have you uh, had uh, any uh, menno have you had have any I, moments have i have i ever Gosh. um i went to the shop couldn't remember the shopping list lost my fucking shit <laughs> right was like why didn't i write it down i got just absolutely beside myself why um, didn't you write it down because i thought i'd remember it and no. actually, I thought I was testing myself to make sure that I still had the the capabilities to remember no. things. Don't have. And what it. have you learned? I don't have that. the capabilities, Lisa. No. Also, no. I can't remember anything, including names. And as people who listen to this podcast regularly will know, I never remember anyone's name when you ask no. me who's in a show or whatever. But it can be quite annoying when you're in a meeting and someone says which mm. one of your which one of your team wrote that or something and you just won't be able to come up with a name or you know no. it's just not good. You're like the it? one with the curly hair. Yeah, that one, the cute one. Yeah. 
<laughs> Don't say the cute one. That would be wrong, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, crying all the time, just generally yes. crying all the time. I mean, you know, I burst into tears when I read about Warney, and I know that it is sad, but you know, just it just seemed to set me off. And then, and as I said, it's a tipping that was a tipping point. But I do think that there's something about Minnow in there as well. Um, yes. I cry when I watch, you know, TV. I cry when I, you know, talk to the cat. It just gets out of hand sometimes. What about you? Oh, it sounds. Um, no, I didn't cry when I read about Warney, but I was very sad. Um, I am not sure if I'm hot flushing or if it's the humidity mm. from constant rain. Um, a because bit of both, to be honest. Isn't it? Might be a bit of both, but honestly, I'm just uh, I'm sitting there. It's 21 degrees, and I'm just sweating. <laughs> it's so but attractive, the, isn't it? But the humidity is 91 degree, 91 percent all the time. Mm. Um, and then the other one I do have is I'm really quite irritable. So, like, people will ask me questions and I'll be just like, how fucking dare you ask me? <laughs> ask me a question. I take it as such a personal oh, affront. Oh, yes, I hear you. I know um, what you mean. So I'm trying to sort of Actually, that's another thing. That down a bit. I do that too, mm. but I also when someone criticises something that I had nothing to do with, I take it very personally as well, which I think oh, is a men, I think. So if someone says, well, I feel like, you know, this cake isn't as good as, you know, it could be or whatever. And if it, ha- I, even if I didn't actually buy it, but I, or if I didn't make it, but I bought it in for, or whatever, I'd be mm. like, oh, sorry. Be like, fuck you. I didn't realise that. Fuck off then. Don't eat your... the fucking yeah. cake. <laughs> 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 it's like, take it so personally. It's like, just yeah. even put it in the bin for all I fucking care. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> um, what's this bit about Lee in the phone? I don't oh, understand. Yes. Um, I don't know where this goes, really. But oh. he, the other day we were, I was, I couldn't stop. I was, because I was hysterical. I was hysterically laughing and I couldn't stop because what my husband was trying to do was hold the phone over my head to make it have the facial recognition, but pretending yeah. I was dead. So holding my eyes open as if I was a dead body to see whether it would open for him so he could get all my money out of my bank account when I died. Oh, yes. And? <laughs> he couldn't do it. So they, must, they must have factored that into the security yeah. of the phone. Because you know how know, it used to be that people could just hold your, your dead person's thumb up against the yes, finger in, reader. When you watch SUV or whatever, yeah. yeah SUV, now, yeah, You yeah. can't, like, hold someone's eyes open and expect oh. your phone to recognise you. But I literally was crying with laughter and I, he was like, just stay still. I was like, I can't. I was like, supposed to be dead. It was very funny. but then I, yeah, dead. Yeah, it was quite good. Oh. Okay, well, it sounds like something we could all try at home. Why don't we all try it? <laughs> I don't have facial recognition on my phones. My phone's no, too your, old. Your phone's from 1984. It's a <laughs> <Yeah>. Nokia. <laughs> I'll get back to you in uh, 2031 yeah. about that one. <laughs> when you rocket into the noughties. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, well, talking about being dead, let's do some <laughs> What Hurts Now. What Hurts Now. Um, well, Claire, you have started you well, and I have also used this the instant script service. Mm-hmm. And, and you love never, it. Talk us through it. Well, the other day I was like, oh, I need to get a script because yeah. everyone, obviously, because that's the whole point of this whole conversation. By but, script, we mean prescription. A prescription, for, yeah. 
for yeah, a medical for the young people who might not have prescriptions. Um, because everyone, <laughs> from a rash, <laughs> everyone will know I am very rashy. I, uh, anyway, yeah. so I had to, and then right. I was like, damn it, I don't want to have to go to the doctor. A, I didn't want to go to the medical centre because it's a pain in the ass. B, I didn't want to go to my doctor who charges ninety to five dollars every time you go. You know, I was like, yeah. I just want the fucking cream script so i went online and i just joined one of those script services they charged me 15 dollars. i got the script went to the chemist and got the script and that was it It i didn't know that i didn't realize that's what you meant so we've had a thing at our doctors for a long time where you go online order your scripts and it's 30 bucks and it used to be you went and just picked up the script at reception or they would fax it to the local chemist did they send it by by carrier pigeon no, they fax it. They insist on faxing it mm. because um, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Uh, and anyway, so that was all fine, but still 30 bucks was annoying. But re- now they've got the digi scripts. This is what I thought you were talking about, where, the, where it comes through as a QR code. Oh, yeah. No, they do that. But I hate it because when you've got the repeat prescriptions, it sends you a new QR code and you're always having to look in your phone for your QR yeah, code. and. And they won't give you a printout anymore, and I just want the printouts. I know I sound like I'm 77, but I just want the printout (laughs) so I can go to the doctor and they take the top off and they give it back to you. Yes, yes. That's what I want. I mean, it isn't that hard to then look through your phone and find it because you can just type in the name. (laughs) No, it's that hard. Thank you. (laughs) You had an injury, though, didn't you? I did. I've got another what hurts now. Um, Air fryer injury, Claire. Mm. Worst kind because of you know why? Have you had one? Uh, I've got a burn on my arm. Yeah. I don't know because if you take that, out though, the thing. I burn myself all the time. It could be on anything. Right. Well, you pull out the air fryer thing, drawer, mm. and it doesn't look hot. I know that sounds stupid, but you forget it's hot, don't mm, you? Yeah. And then you so then I. Down. Yeah, and then I hurt. I got burnt. Mm. Um, but the, I mean, I'm fine. I, I'll live. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's just a bit of a oh, that is a hot. Um, appliance, actually. Yeah, I put um, sausages in mine yesterday. Oh, hang on, we go, we're, we're moving too far oh. ahead. Sorry. All right, well, let's do what's... I can't remember what our cooking segment's called. Can you? We can just go, hey, good looking. Good looking. What you got, you got cooking? cooking. <laughs> air, all right, let's do air fryer updates. Oh, okay. You, you've done sausages. I did sausages last night in the... How'd it go? So well. So normal sausages. I mean, you know, let's, we're not talking, yeah, normal sausages. And I know they're not hard to cook. You either put them in the grill or the oven or in a frying pan. Oh, I think they are a bit annoying. You have to keep moving them around so they get yes. all brown on the end. Yes. And I don't know why sausages aren't square. <laughs> if sausages were cute, were square, <laughs> then that you could brown them really easily on either on all the right sides, here. couldn't you? I don't know why. Why is that? Because they get exuded through that Cause they skin. Are, yeah. Um, yeah. But I bought the, some really good sausages from the butcher and I thought I oh, was yes. going to try it. So I looked it up thinking, I bet you they say you can't, they dry it out or whatever. And it was amazing. You just pop them in, 12 minutes, yes. halfway through, turn them over. Bob's yep. sausage eating uncle. And I had it with mash and peas. Lovely. And I, and I put some onions in the air fryer Oh yes, the sausages. I just spray Clever. a bit of oil on them. And then I use them to make the gravy once they were fried. I just put them into some gravy. Very stuff. nice. So it was actually a very nice dinner. 
Um, and you've done you've done roast pumpkin, and you swear by it now, don't you? I did. I did roast pumpkin, and Timmy says it's the best roast pumpkin he's ever had. And I put on some of that mingle seasoning that oh. I talked about last week, chucked it in, easy peasy. Um, and it does that nice caramelizey thing. I think it was 15 minutes, the roast pumpkin. And I did roast potatoes, like whole little small mm. potatoes. They were 10 minutes, no, 15 minutes at 180, shaky, shaky, 10 minutes at 200. And mm. they were cracking. Tell you what. I'm really going to do think... salmon for the first time. Yeah, I'm going to do that tonight as well. I think, I honestly think it's life-changing and I know it's really boring to say that mm. and everyone says yeah. that. No, no, but it's just made my life so much easier. I don't know. So much easier, so Claire. So much easier. I mean, not that my life was really hard, let's face it, but, you know. No. Small things. But... Small things. Yes. Changes. All right, well, let's do, talking of small changes, mm -hmm. let's do Beauty Spot. Beauty, beauty Spot, Spot. Beauty, beauty Spot. spot. <laughs> you have got Jo Malone fever. I have, no. I bought the expensive perfume last yep. week, which I am loving. Are, you going, are people smelling you and saying, oh, you smell nice? No. Oh. But then I haven't really seen a lot of people because of the weather. No. So, um, and I did think I maybe asphyxiated a man on the bus, on the bus by mm. wearing too much of it the other day. So maybe, you know, maybe the opposite. But I really like it, and I like the fact that it quite it seems to have quite good longevity. So then I was looking online. I just saw an ad come up for something, and I bought the solid perfume, which is like twenty eight dollars or something. It's cheap as chip. Oh. It's tiny. Tiny little. Yes. I bought the two two hole um, uh, thing that you keep it in, and then you buy little discs of the solid perfume that slot into the hole. Ooh, so you can put it in your handbag. I got the solid perfume of the one I wear, and then I got a another one that you can layer with it. Which one did you get? The layer wood one. Wood sage and salt, or whatever. Oh, that's it is. what I wear. Yeah. Mm. Sea salt and wood sage, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I wear that one. I've run out of it. But mm. um, you know who else wears that one? No. Meghan Markle. <laughs> well, we're in such good she wore that on her. She wore that on her wedding day, and mm. I. Um, yes, I'm pretty sure she wore it on her wedding day. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to go and have a look at that yeah, online because I'm a, a sucker thing. for that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just handy to have in your mm. handbag. In your handbag. Um, and also, it was cheap, and so for Joan Malone, yeah. you know, it comes in a nice. If you want, if you care about packaging, comes in a lovely bag. Yes, all that stuff. Which we do because we're yeah. shallow. Yes, <laughs> we're shallow. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, um, that was exciting. All right, just um, talk me through your new acid, what is it, cleanser. Oh, yeah. So Modelco got this new skincare range out, right, which is in Woolies. It's like $20 for everything. They've got this salicylic. That range, people are mad for that range. Yeah. They're mad for the makeup. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, it's like a diffusion range, isn't it, from Modelco? Yes, but the yeah. salicylic acid cleanser... Presumably yeah. it's made for people who are a bit younger than us and have oily skin and want to stop having spots. But anyway, it's really good. You put it on in the shower and you, it just takes all your makeup off. Oh. It feels like a, it feels really watery and sort of a little, not even really oily, but once you start putting it on your skin, it kind of almost transforms into a kind of oily kind of cleanser. Anyway, I got... Um, I got influenced by Martha Califid, whatever her name is, oh, yes. from Maths and her mum doing, yes. a, doing a, like a tutorial Clever. on how to use it. Um, anyway, it's re I just really like it, so I just use it in the shower. And right. Then I, and then I bought L'Oreal LV hair oil from Chemist Warehouse, again influenced by Martha, and it's really good. It's really rich, and it doesn't irritate my scalp, which lots of things do. I think I've used that, and it is good. Mm. 
It smells yes. really nice too. It is a good one. It was like seventeen dollars. Well, so you know, it's a little bit of not, and it was Chemist Warehouse, and that's not an ad. And actually, none of it's an ad because I bought the whole lot. But, all right. You know. Well, I bought some posh shampoo as well. Mm. I was feeling a bit flat, and I walked past Aesop. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to go shopping in Aesop. And I was actually lured in (laughs) by the smell because it smelled, you know how Aesop always smells amazing. It does, yeah. And, but this was particularly amazing. So I went in and the the girl in the the black linen outfit glided towards me. (laughs) um, (laughs) And she said, and said, how can I help you? <laughs> and I said, what's that smell? Ready to hand over my card to buy whatever room, room fragrance it was. And she said, it's actually frankincense from Mullumbimby. Um, so it wasn't one so of their things. from there. No, it was, it's pure frankincense. And do you know what? After I'd shopped up a storm in Aesop, I went over the road to the hippie shop and bought some frankincense oil. And that's what I'm burning nonstop now. Can't recommend mm. it enough. Mm. Delicious. Do you have um, baby Jesus living in your house? Have you got three kings from Orient R? Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's actually a bit, it, it is quite expensive, frankincense. It's not your usual essential oil. Mm. Um, How much is myrrh? The, <laughs> even more expensive, is I'd it? say. Definitely more than 32 bucks. <laughs> um, so I bought in Aesop the... Um, Equalizing shampoo, which is just absolute heaven and smells amazing. And I also bought the coriander seed shower gel, which I've never had before. Um, and it's got black pepper in it, so it's mm. good for boys and girls. It's like a boy smell as well. Mm. Delicious. You could also can't make, get, a, you can't... Make, a, make a lovely salad dressing. You could. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was around at a friend's house recently, um, and they're younger friends, and they had Aesop everywhere, everywhere. So I said... Um, I said, oh, because this is what I do, right? <laughs> I said, oh, are your Aesop bottles filled with, you know, regular stuff? And he was like, how very dare you? <laughs> but then he said, he asked his partner, and his partner went, yes, of course they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. I do that too. I know. <sighs> um, well, that was Beauty Spot, Claire. That was good. That was a good one. This useful things. Oh yes, is dressed for success. <coughs> dressed, dressed for success. For success. <laughs> um, I feel like maybe we're singing too many of our jingles for the yes. for people to really enjoy that. But anyway, All right. less is well, more we'll, in the singing. Perhaps. Should we tone it down a bit? Yeah. Um, you are wanting to talk about white clothes. Well, apparently it makes you look younger, Lisa, and everyone in the UK right. is wearing it. And has been wearing it because it makes you look lovely and fresh. It's very popular mm. because you don't have because when we were in lockdown, people didn't have to worry about getting on a bus, I suppose, or a train. Yes, and getting dirty. And um, you could put a bib on when you were eating your lunch. You so if you had a white top on, on, yeah. But it makes you, you didn't look, spill your lunch down there. Unlike black, which can be quite harsh as we age, white apparently mm. makes you look awake, enthusiastic, and expensive, even if it's just a plain white t-shirt because um, it doesn't really matter what it's where you get it from because it's just white and looks fabulous. Um, I, though, feel like as soon as I put on something white, I spill spaghetti on it or something, even if I'm not eating any, <laughs> or a coffee or butter or something, makeup, straight away, guaranteed. 
absolutely so I don't know that guaranteed i can't, actually, I can't ooh, no. I don't know that i can embrace the white but i really want to i yes you used to have a white dress didn't you no, but you know, I feel like you had a white shirt dress. Oh, yeah, no, point. I bought that as a costume to be oh, yes, <laughs> as of a costume course. For, a, for, for a fancy dress party. Oh, yeah. of course, yes. <laughs> Silly me. I mean, um, I have white I, shirts and yeah. I can't even wear them out of the house. I can't even wear them out of the bedroom mm. before they get grubby. I feel like white clothes are for slim, graceful people. And I might not be either of those. No, so no, it's maybe. a no from me. But I did notice on maths that every. All the, all the boys are wearing white pants. All the girls are wearing white dresses. So it definitely is a thing. But they don't have to do anything apart from just be bitchy. Bit around being bitchy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and what about I? The absolute opposite of white. Yes, Iris Apfel. Iris is a hundred. Guess yeah. what? Guess what she's doing? What? She's doing a diffusion range for H and Right, and is that going to be available in Australia or just? Well, yes, the... it says it is on oh. their website. So, okay, and um, you can have what's... a look at it. I'll put the link mm. in in the um, in the PDAs, which is our which is our Facebook group, because you can't see it online yet on the H and M site here. But honestly, it is amazing. It is everything you expect from Iris Apfel and more. Lots of garishly coloured, jewel coloured clothes. A beautiful jacket with big patterns on it really amazing great bright sort of emerald green dress honestly it's just uh, iris is iris is this sort of um style setter isn't she and she's yeah. 100 yeah. and she's known there's been a documentary about her yeah. and she's known for um flamboyant her, style, her big glasses Yes, and colouring, and she layers stuff, and she layers huge amounts of chunky jewellery. Yeah. Um, and it's she's quite interesting because um, actually that book I talked about last week, Kirsty Clements, she, who's the former Vogue editor's book, she yeah. writes about Iris in in her book, and she was saying, you know, that everyone's like, oh, I'm going to dress like Iris, but it's actually very hot. Iris is very clever at how she dresses and has an amazing sense of style and this collection that she's collected over 30, you know, probably 70 years. So it's not a question of just throwing on lots of colour. Mm, no, because otherwise you're just like the cat vomited on you or something. Yes, yes. You have beautiful to sort of... earrings and a beautiful fluffy green jacket and beautiful floral blouse. So you could probably get away with just wearing this sort of suit and the pants and jacket and feel like Iris, look quite Iris-like without having to completely upend your wardrobe and start again. Yes. Have mm. a, a hint of Iris. Just a little, little Iris. A little addition yeah. of Iris to your, to your otherwise normal wardrobe. Um, yes, yeah. sounds so that's good. to look forward to. I think that's it says, yeah. I think it's in May, so we'll just have to keep an eye on it. Okay. Um, and then to finish up, Claire, we've got a couple of big questions. Big questions. Question number one. Yes. Uh, when I've I put my reading spectacles, which are the ones I've got on at the moment, actually these are, actually I'm talking about my computer spectacles, which have this little no, you know when you have little nose ledges. Yes. And when I put them on my head, to like because I can't walk around with them on because I can't see because they're just for the computer and then all my hair gets caught up in the little nose and it's really hurts and I end up with it being glued to my head because of the <laughs> hair caught around all the little nose ledges yeah. so do you have any tips for me about well, how no, to stop that I don't because oh. I also um that happens to me but also 
another thing that happens to me is at work we have these headphone headsets to wear to talk on the phone and just, yeah. one side is a headphone and the other side is a microphone and not a headphone but like a little kind of plas- yes. a plastic side thing that hangs onto your side of your head and I get that caught on my hair every single time and I'll be having a conversation with someone I'll be trying trying to dislodge it from my head and it'll be pulling my bun out of my hair be like just getting caught and I'll have to kind of start it have it hanging there while I'm talking get a pair of scissors and cut it out Ah, Um. it's like why can't I be graceful and glamorous I don't know the answer Mm. I don't think I just think the same people that can take headsets and or spectacles off their head properly are the people who can wear white yes but if anyone's got any tips for that please let us know Mm. and then the final big question question. is so in maths Mm. married at first sight which i might have mentioned i'm watching Mm -hmm. um (laughs) last night olivia said that one time, so Olivia's been like the really, you thought she was the really normal one up until now. One time she was going to be a bridesmaid for a friend and the dress was brown. She said like brown, brown. And the bridesmaid said to her, do you like the dress? And she said, well, no, I don't know why you want me to look like a poo. And <laughs> so the bridesmaid demoted her from being a bridesmaid. So Olivia then cut the dress into five pieces and posted it back to her. Wow. Which my jaw was on the floor it, and I was just like, oh, my God, that is so crazy. And I think girls are really capable of having those moments of complete crazy. Because it's um, an emotional response, isn't it? And you just go completely out of lose it, out of yourself and somehow. It, and you can do it when you're 30, when you're 20, when you're 50. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Claire, I was wondering what is the craziest thing you have ever done well, in that you- vein? I'm trying to think, and I really don't know that I have anything that was really... I mean, I've lost it so many times and, like, thrown a cup or, you know, at, you know, at a chair or slammed a door or whatever, but mm. I don't think I've done anything really, really insane, which, if you ask my husband, <laughs> he possibly disagree, but I can't think of anything. I remember writing a story once for a magazine about a man that dumped me and him reading it and right and then ringing me and saying that's not true <laughs> right and I was like it is true that's my version of the truth <laughs> right <laughs> but apart from that nothing you what have you done I can imagine you've done some great stuff I, I had I um yeah I had a sort of quite a volatile on-off relationship when I was a young a young lady um and w- one of the off periods um I put all his stuff into a box <laughs> stormed round to the flat that he shared with his mates where where the back door was always open stormed in and just started throwing the thing his things at him like here's your jacket here's your blah here's your dvd and he just sat there while i just showered this crap all over (laughs) him and his his mates just sat there just looking at me and then um yeah, and then, and then I think he said, he said, got that out your system? I was like, yep, and <laughs> off I went again. But, um, yeah, that was pretty, I think that was pretty sort of girl crazy stuff, yeah, yeah. for sure. There's not. there's nothing you can do about that. When you get, no. when, that, when it kind of, that mist comes over you. <laughs> the red you, mist. Yeah, and, like, you just kind of go, I'm just going to go mm. mental now. I'm just yeah. going to be the insane one. And then you yeah. do something and you know, sometimes when I'm having a, com- I mean, in the, when, in the early days of our relationship, my husband and I would have these spectacular fights in public, you know, like in the street, whatever. 
and you could just you could feel it coming on and you could just know that you were gonna you get so frustrated and there's no words for what you want to say you know you're just like but yeah I haven't I haven't um I haven't packed anyone's stuff up and if I have no. done I've also then gone back around and apologized or tidied, uh, it, tidied it up for them later I'm such well, a people pleaser yeah <laughs> well um hopefully um some of our listeners do something crazy this week and tell us all about it on the PDAs. Oh, yeah, please do. Please do. Um, Keep your, bit, your think, meno moments coming too. And your meno moments. Fun, yeah. Yes, tell us about your meno moments. PDAs is a group on Facebook that you can join or, well, you do have to join to talk to us on it. So, yeah, you have to come and join it. Yes, yeah. come and join us. Yeah. All right, Hi. well, thanks for listening. Thanks for participating, you're, you're, Claire. Oh, I was going to say, you're welcome. I, not only did I listen, I also... Gave you some food for thought. Myself. Input. Yes, input. Um, <laughs> yes. And we'll probably be back next week, I imagine. I hope so, unless we get washed away. And everyone stay yes. safe, please. Yes, stay safe, stay dry. Yeah. And um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, RIP, Warney. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.